Do the Golden State Warriors have a chance at signing Giannis Antetokounmpo next offseason? Is the Green Bay Packers offense going to improve as the season progresses? Will the Milwaukee Brewers make a deep postseason run? We'll recap this week of Wisconsin Sports News. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brew City Boys. That's at Brew City Boys. You can also like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube by searching Brew City Boys. If you're liking what you're hearing, go give us a share. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And tell all your friends about how great we are. Be sure to keep up with our website, BrewCityBoys.com, for new merch and articles on your favorite Wisconsin sports teams. You're listening to Tundra Talk. September 22nd, 2019. How are we doing, Dami? It is a great day. Got another dub for the Packers. Brewers are pushing for the postseason. It's looking good. Absolutely. Before we dive into those teams, those teams that are currently in their seasons, let's hit the uh, let's hit up with the Milwaukee Bucks quick. There's a lot of news circulating around right now. Yeah, a bunch of BS. BS. I agree 100%. What is <laughs> up with this? People actually believe that Giannis is going to leave Milwaukee? Yeah, dude. I don't think that's going to happen. There's a... Like he's already said that he want he's not a, he doesn't want to go to like a big name he doesn't want to go to L A he doesn't want to go to Golden State he didn't say Golden State particularly but he doesn't want to go to like a big name like team like the Lakers or the Knicks or anything like that so I don't know why people are saying they're thinking he's gonna sign with there's a possibility of him signing with Golden State in his off season like that's just not gonna happen yeah, I don't I- think and if that does happen that's like completely like go- him going against his brand. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Like there, there's an interview. I don't remember when it was, but I, I very much remember him saying, um, that like he, he's not going to leave Milwaukee until he gets a ch- gets us another championship. You know, yeah, like that is his purpose right now. And so if he does get us his championship and leave eventually, I think I'll be devastated. Yeah, you know, we all love him. He is like what the Bucks. He he symbolizes everything the bucks are you know yeah just like kind of a gritty team that just kind of gets it done you know yeah i agree 100 percent. and i like you know i love Giannis. he's my guy yeah he has been since he got in the league i remember when we finally made the postseason against uh and uh second round no it's still a first round against the bulls right yeah and he just like from that moment when he tackled mike dunleavy and got (laughs) ejected from that game six, I was yeah. like, that's it. When they were losing by like 45 or whatever yeah, that was. Yeah, they ended up losing by like 57. When I was yeah. in there and I just saw him full speed, Mike <laughs> Dunleavy, wrap around the waist and rip him to the hardwood. Yeah. I was like, that's this my was guy. Like, this was like pre-honest. This was very pre-honest stardom. Like, I mean, he yeah, was getting way minutes. before then, yeah. He didn't he start. Minutes, but... um, that was That was in the red jerseys. We didn't even have oh, the new uniforms yeah. yet. Those were oh that brings back some memories those yeah. red jerseys with Carlos Delfino and all them but yeah I just I just can't see him leaving Milwaukee at least because he he has a chance of signing a supermax which is will be the highest deal ever with the bu- highest deal ever in the NBA in the NBA and like and Milwaukee I don't know why he would sacrificing take that. everything to t- to offer him that. like <laughs> exactly like that, this that's dead like, weight cap. Exactly. Yeah. Like we might not even be able to. Re- we're probably not going to be able to resign some of our players. I haven't looked at the cap. I haven't looked at the, all the details of it at all. 
But, I mean, yeah, Milwaukee's taking a huge risk in that because one injury, he's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just don't see him leaving. I, I don't think he would. Do you think he'd even play well with Golden State? I don't think he would. I, like, maybe with Steph. Like, him and Steph have a lot of chemistry. We saw that in the All-Star game. The All-Star game, but, yeah. Um, and even they kind of play around here in the off season once in a while. I don't think they've like played actual games or stuff, but I'm sure they've been texting. Um, mm-hmm. There's been some, like, ah, there's something surfaced between the two of them. I don't remember what it was. But they have that chemistry, and they're, like, I think Giannis will play well at anywhere. You know, yeah. especially with him. I mean, Steph's a really hands-on ball player. He needs the ball in his hands to, in order to make something happen, but... Giannis, imagine Clay Matthews and Steph out on the wing, and Giannis just Clay takes Matthews. the ball. You mean Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson, excuse me. <laughs> Clay That'd Matthews. be interesting to see Clay Matthews on the wing. I'd like to see yeah. that. <laughs> but you know, it's. I just don't. I think this is just a bunch of fabrication. Like I think it's just the the NBA media just trying to like because it's been dead for the last like what month yeah. so they're just trying to bring something just up just bring something up get the energy in there it's like what they do in the NFL with this whole like Aaron Rodgers Matt LaFleur exactly controversy yeah. QB controversy in Tennessee and stuff like that like yeah they just trying to they're trying to get their clicks yeah and yeah. I mean I don't I don't blame them I mean that's their job and stuff like that but I mean let's that's so far-fetched I don't think he's gonna go to Golden State and if he does he is going to get trashed by everyone, and yeah. I don't think he'd like that. Yeah. So. Well, I guess so. Who knows? But well, let's talk about George Hill slamming a beer at the Packer game today, dude. Dude fired up that crowd. <laughs> that was awesome. Our guy. I saw that, dude. He I, just, came, just chugged it dripping down his chin. Dude, it was a straight-up shotgun. It wasn't, I like know. A, it wasn't from a cup. It was from a can sideways. He <laughs> shotgunned that thing and slammed yeah, it in front of that crowd, and they went nuts. Yeah, dude. George Hill's a beast. Yeah. That was awesome This is see. my new favorite like thing at Wisconsin sports games, players from other teams showing up to Wisconsin games, like uh, like just chugging. Yeah, dude. Just it's like a, it's like a new phenomenon. Yeah, like I don't. It's just awesome. Like Christian Yelich chugging a beer at the Bucks game. Yelich, Bakhtiari, Rogers, yeah. George yeah, dude, Hill. It's awesome. I think it's happened at it. every game now. Um, I've seen you've seen the, like the Packers at a Brewer game. Exactly. Like, yeah, up in a box slamming stuff. Um, happens yeah, at the Bucks awesome. game all the time, and now it's up in Green Bay. I know. This yeah, is dude, it's so it's much fun. It's great to see. Dude, that's just like guys just being friends. That's just just it's being friendly. Part of the boys. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's part, part of the, the boys. boys. Yeah. It's, it's great awesome to see. to see. Well, well, that's enough on the Bucks for now. We got training camp coming up at the end of the month. Uh, hopefully. That goes well. They they got to make some cuts. There's like rumors of like Dragon Bender getting cut and stuff, but yeah, um, which I I mean I would understand. I wouldn't really. I mean I think he's a great addition. He's got height and stuff like that, and he can shoot. But I know that the Bucks each year always do like a like a fan fest where you can go to the um you can go to I almost said the Bradley Center. You can go to uh, <laughs> Pfizer Forum and like they're signing autographs. You can watch them practice and stuff like that. So that'd be cool to see. Um, that's always a fun time. I think I've gone. I think I've gone once. And it was a good time. So yeah, that's always fun. Well, let's get into the game yesterday. What a beautiful sight to see! Wisconsin <laughs> Badgers coming, coming into Camp Randall and just showing Michigan who's yeah, a, who's dude. boss. 
just completely railing them, dude. They've um, they were that was I I've, I didn't watch the first half like I told you because I was um, I was out and about, but I did watch I did watch the second half and the second half and I did watch the recap of the first half, and they just looked like they were just like just taking what was given to them. They were just doing. They were just moving the ball down the field. It was great. Jonathan Taylor got going early, very early. Very early. Um, he didn't even play the second quarter. I know. Was that due to his injury? Or was that just yeah? They so just... he's he's facing cramps. Um, yeah, I remember you texted me. You're just like, dude, Jonathan Taylor's he's in the medical. Out. Like, right <laughs> after, we're like, dude, he could go for 300 yards today. <laughs> and I know. And I told you that last week, dude, and you laughed at me, and I was I like, oh, the Brewers beat the Pirates. Nice, Sick. nice, nice. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. there, but. Um, that's good. But yeah, he was, he was balling out, dude. He had like a hundred and like 75 yards in the first half. Yeah. And, and that's without literally without playing a snap in the second quarter, which is incredible. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He was balling out. Um, yeah, his total is 203 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and then he had five receiving yards. Yeah. I just saw so. the reception. So, and they've, they've been utilizing many running backs like yesterday. They didn't, I don't think they just, they weren't risking injury. Essentially, yeah. it's raining. You know, it's not a lot mm-hmm. you can do there. And they were just, and I mean, they were just pounding the ball. Like Michigan could not stop them, so why yeah. not just keep running the ball? Yeah. Like it, why, why even throw it? Like when you're just getting first down consistently. Exactly. Like, there's no point. And Jack Cohen, I thought he had a great game yesterday. He only had oh, 128 yeah. passing played. yards, mm-hmm. but the guy was balling. He had two rushing touchdowns. I know, dude. Yeah, Jack Cohen looked very good. Didn't make any risky throws from what I saw in the second half. Um. Yeah, he just played well, played his position, just got us in the end zone when he needed to. And, yeah, he's he's playing really well, and I think um, he's going to keep playing well because we've got some tough opponents. I know we play Ohio State during the season. We play Purdue. Mm-hmm. So as long as he keeps balling out like he did against Michigan, dude, we should have no issues with yeah. with our quarterback position. It was a, it was a great game. Um, he's killing it. But more importantly, it's the Wisconsin defense. Oh, my it's... God. Jim Leonard's got those dudes just ripping people dude yeah. i saw it i saw like three michigan players die on the field yesterday yeah and that was kind of bad though too <laughs> yeah, because that was, that was we didn't need bad, to do yeah. that like yeah um it was like so they only gave up what 300 309 yards i think it was mm-hmm. uh, the, yeah. i think the coolest stat though was that they were what uh, th- what was it 10 straight quarters because the first half was a shutout mm-hmm. so that's 10 10 straight shutout quarters start the year. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. And they're that's... so they gave up two touchdowns in the second half. Mm-hmm. One was... of those was just kind of like a garbage touchdown, yeah. in my opinion. So yeah. they really only let up one because I mean the defense was just like we're just we just want to get out of here. Uh-huh. Like we're tired. Like yeah. let's just go. Like this Badgers but... football team is outscoring their opponents in the first three games of the season, one hundred and forty-five to fourteen. Yeah, that's that's so insane to me, dude. That's so hard to do too. No matter, I know that they played the first two games were against bad opponents, but shutting a team out, I don't, no matter who, it is hard to do in football. Like that mm-hmm. is very difficult to do. Not even allowing a field goal or anything. So I mean, like that's just impressive. Like Jim Leonard, Jim Leonard had like head coaching offers for the NFL last year. Like he is doing a great job with this defense, and he was a former defensive back in the NFL and in yeah. college, and he had a good and he had a good career in the NFL. So he knows what he knows what coverages to run. He knows what when to rush and things like that. And he is just 
playing out of his mind. And Zach Bond, the I think that's his name, Zach Bond. He's a pass rusher. That dude was getting to the quarterback so fast. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. He had. I think he had probably like two sacks, or maybe he didn't have any sacks, but he was hitting Shea, Shea Patterson. Yeah, Shea that, Patterson, that, I think, got hit like uh, 60% of his dropbacks. <laughs> Every yeah. time he tried to throw the ball, somebody was there. Yeah, dude, he was getting ripped. Um, but, yeah, I'm really liking this. I'm really, really liking this Badger team, dude. I think they're – this might be a hot take. I don't think it is. They're a dark horse for the college football playoff because think about it. Because think about it, like, I have, I'd have to look up their schedule, but I know, like, they're only, like, hard opponent. They only play, I think, like, two more ranked teams. And I don't think they're that hard. Like, one of them's Ohio State. That's obviously going to be a tough game. Because they have J.K. Dobbins at running back, and they also have Justin Fields, who's a Heisman candidate. Um, but otherwise, their team. So they play Northwestern this upcoming week. They play Michigan State. They're 25th in the rankings. And Wisconsin moved up three spots after beating. Yeah. Um, Michigan, eighth. which is great. Uh, five now. spots. Five spots. Five spots. Wisconsin oh, was thirteen this week. Thirteenth. Michigan was eleventh. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Um, but no, they play Northwestern next. Northwestern next week. Then they play Michigan State. They're twenty fifth, and then they play Ohio State after that. That's going to be a good game. I think if they pull that out, dude, they have to be considered for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if they get Ohio State, and I believe they ha- they play Iowa in Wisconsin. Yeah, um, Iowa and Wisconsin. Um, and of course, that November, matters. Yep. Like. Uh, how these other teams do up until that point as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so say if, 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 if Ohio state loses one game, they're already on the verge of possibly not even making yeah. the college football playoffs. So yeah. And then they play Purdue. They're not ranked. Let's see who else they play Nebraska. They're not ranked and they play Minnesota. They're not ranked. So they only have three more ranked games against ranked mm-hmm. teams. And that's yeah. just, it's a very, that's very like, it's very possible that they could make the playoffs. And I think they're a dark horse team for sure, especially with their defense. Yeah. Especially with the defense and that, like what I hate about the playoffs is it's not really the playoffs. It's like a, it's a committee just saying, Oh, yeah, we think it's like an invitational team. tournament. Yeah. And it's so stupid. Yeah. I think, I think they need to change it, but I don't, it's not going to get changed anytime soon. Yeah, I won't be changing anytime soon. I think they need to incorporate more teams into it. It can't just be four. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it should, I think it should be, Possibly even, I think it should be eight at least. Yeah. Like six I just to eight or something like that gives yeah. people buy. Like four is four is just too small. Like you have like Wisconsin that one year they went they went undefeated and they lost to Ohio State in like the Big Ten championship. They lost one game and they are mm-hmm. then they get kicked out. And then Ohio State, I'm pretty sure, lost one game as well and they get in. Yeah, like that's just so stupid to me. But we'll see how the season keeps going. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I think, is the front runner for Heisman right now. I don't see. It. Or I think it's well, there's probably Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I think it's either between uh, him and Jalen Hurts right now. I mean, Tua has been balling, but he not not, not insane nearly numbers. as much. Yeah, and I mean you'll have like Jerry Judy up there, yeah. the wide receiver from Alabama. But no, I'm really impressed with the Badgers how they're playing. Um, I think if Jack Cohn keeps playing well at quarterback and Jonathan Taylor keeps doing his thing, which he will, this this should be a really good season and fun season to watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm jacked for it. So let's get to the Brewers. As we said earlier, they just won today. They just locked in. Yep, beat the, beat Pirates, the Pirates four to three. Four to three. That win today will tie them for the first wild card spot with the Nationals. Awesome, freaking awesome. Tied, and with that, like I think the Brewers are going to hang on to this for first wild card spot because um, I believe the Cubs are about to lose to the Cardinals again. 
Are they? This is true. This is the bot. It's bottom of the ninth at Wrigley Field. The Cardinals are up three two. So we'll see what they can do. I believe Anthony Rizzo left early, so that's okay. just one less player for the Cubs. I just want to say that when the Packers played the Bears mm-hmm. in Week One, in that moment, I believe the Brewers only had a six point like four percent chance of making the playoffs. Oh God, that's, that's it awful. is Week Three. <laughs> And there are six or seven games left in the MLB season, and the Brewers have a 90% chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, dude, that's insane. I'm pretty sure if the Cubs lose today, if they lose mm-hmm. this game right now, it's going to shoot up to like 95. Yeah, which is awesome, dude. It's... Nobody thought this team was going to make it. Well, I'm not going to say nobody. A lot of people doubted this team about making the playoffs. Everybody out of this fan out. base counted this team out after Christian yeah. Elich went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, the magic number going into today's game was five, meaning that there needed to be a combination of Brewers' wins and Cubs' losses up to five, and they would clinch the spot. Now we're down to four, and it could be down to three come this Cubs' loss here uh, mm-hmm. any minute, Hope, praying that it's a loss. Yeah. yeah, and I know a bunch of our Cubs fans are probably just so pissed off, and that makes yeah. me so that makes me so happy. Yeah. And the Cubs play the Cardinals four more times after today, which means it's just they're just going to keep losing. Which I wanted <laughs> the Cubs and Cardinals to split with four Cubs wins and three Cardinals losses. Okay. Or th- four Cubs wins and three Cardinals wins because that would make the Brewers more likely to win their division, to win the okay. Central Division title. But that uh, that's pr- that's not going to happen after the Cardinals have already won like mm-hmm. two, so. Um, going in today was the last regular season game at Miller Park. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's a little, it's a little sad. A little. Uh, I'm just shocked at how fast the season went by. Yeah. To it be flew. honest, I didn't think it was. I thought it was like kind of a short, like because they play like what 130 games 162. or whatever. Yeah, and that just went by really fast. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it's fly. It flew by. I think it's just because, like, we, the two of us, were waiting for football season. Yeah, like, true. Highly I anticipating was... it. Like, we were waiting for training camp. Kind of mm-hmm. Brewers season just kind of, like, went flew under the radar for us. For and because the, the Bucks were making it so far yeah. in the playoffs, we just kind of got sidetracked. But, no, that it was a – Brewers had a good season. No matter what happens in the – if they make playoffs, that's, that's a World Series – win for me dude like that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's awesome considering how the end of the season has come to um but yeah what a, it's been a great season yeah this it's season after out. we already discussed all like the injuries and stuff so we don't need to dip into that like how the failures of travis shaw mm-hmm. etc but like if them making this postseason is a win in itself yeah. Um, and a lot of people, like fans, are saying I saw on Reddit, like, they're just like, ah, oh, who cares uh, if we make the playoffs? We're just going to end up playing the Dodgers anyway. Right? Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's play the Dodgers. This exactly. team is winning ball games. I, yeah, it's a sub 500 teams. Let's mm-hmm. play the Dodgers and let's, let's give them a run for their money at the very exactly, least. Exactly, yeah. You know, you never know what, what can happen here. Mm-hmm. So with this last game in Miller Park today for the regular season, hopefully we can take that first wild card spot and at least get that one game at home. Um, with that, Brewers are closing out with the eighth highest average attendance in baseball. 
that's for the insane. smallest market team in baseball. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's they're yeah, closing dude. out with 2.92 million uh, total attendance for the season. Jeez. That's that uh, like it's like over 70,000 from last year and the year before that in 2017 they had 2.6 million in total attendance. Right, when are they changing the name of Miller Park? Is it next season? Um it's either next season or the following. I don't remember <laughs> what Miller Brewing um the contract expires. All the only reason the only reason I asked that is because do you think that the well, I don't I don't know, maybe this will probably won't have an impact. Do you think the attendance rate might dip a teeny bit because of the name change? Like maybe people just I don't like, think so. No? I think attendance is strictly based on how the ball club's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like they're gonna change the name. Like I don't. I'm just an example. American Family Insurance Park. Yeah, like, they could do that, and I think people are just gonna be like, "Yeah, Miller Park, baby." Like, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, not sure. gonna make a difference. Like Miller mm-hmm. Park's been Miller like, Park for 20 years now. Yeah. No, I was just. Yeah, I just didn't know if it if possibly they would, but yeah, I yeah. think I don't know if it would drop very much. Because of how well this teams are doing, and people are wanting to go see Yelich and things like that, so I don't think it will drop too much. I don't, if at all. So, yeah. But so yeah, I was just curious about that. Attendance is great. Um, um, the Brewers close up their final road trip now. They're heading out to Cincinnati, um, and then they will close it out in Colorado, in Denver, and at that point, hopefully, they'll be coming back to Milwaukee. For that one game, that one wild card game, which is either going to be up up against the Nationals or potentially the Cubs here, so that'll be exciting. Yeah, it's a great time to be a Brewers fan. Always a great time to be a Brewers fan. Now let's get into the big one. What you've been waiting for, Dami? Green Bay Packers, baby, three and oh, undefeated on the season, two and zero in the division. Um. Beat the Broncos today, twenty-seven to sixteen. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was seventeen for twenty-nine, two hundred thirty-five yards, one touchdown. Aaron Jones, he only had ten carries for nineteen yards, but he had two crucial touchdowns, which were great. Um, wish he could have got the ball more, like he had last last week, um, having twenty-three carries. But the way this game kind of went, he didn't really have them. I think the offense tried to get Aaron Rodgers going a little bit, um, which was shown. And we talked about the receiving course stepping up last week, and MVS must have heard us, must have been listening to Tundra talk because he stepped up big time today. Um, he had six catches for 99 yards and a touchdown, had a 40-yard tutty from Aaron Rodgers. on a. Um, Aaron Rodgers drew the defense offsides, free play, just bombed it to MVS wide open in the end zone for a 40-yard bomb. Um, great touchdown. Um, main summary of this game is the offense played well in the first half, but they struggled to get it going in the second half, really, right? Um, they did finish strong, though. Uh, they ended up winning, and they had the ball to end the game. Aaron Jones and Jamal Jamal Williams actually had more carries today than Aaron Jones. I think he had like I think he had 12 for 53 yards, which was good because I mean 12 for 53 is not bad. Um, but no, this dude, this the main point of this game, this Packers defense, dude, it's the best in the league. Absolutely I'm saying it right now. Electric. Dude, I'm saying it's the best in the league. It might be too early, but this this defense is the best defense I've ever seen on this Packers team. They had three. They forced three turnovers today, two forced fumbles. They had six sacks. Preston Smith had three sacks and a forced fumble today. He has been playing out of his freaking mind. 
Zedario Smith had two and Rashawn Gary had one. He came in for um, Rashawn Gary got his sack when he came in for Zedario Smith because Zedario Smith got injured, but he's fine. He should be fine. I saw him on the Packers Instagram celebrating the game afterwards, so he looks he looks fine. Um, but no, and Rashawn Gary got a sack coming in for Zedario Smith. But no, right? This this team's the best defense in the league. They have the most. They have the most forced turnovers in the league, and they have twelve sacks on the season already in three games. The Broncos, put that in perspective, the Broncos, who have possibly the best pass rush duo in the league, possibly mm-hmm. not this season, though, they have zero sacks on the year. Zero. Not a nil. Nothing. Um, but, yeah, this this team is, this defense is just completely altering games, dude. It's insane, and I've never seen a defense like this for the Packers. Like, it's just crazy. Darnell Savage had his first career interception today. Um, a diving interception, beautiful freaking catch by him. Joe uh-huh. Flacco just literally was like, you know, Darnell try to make this play, and he just like threw it right at him. <laughs> um, but no, Darnell Savage is looking like a, is going to be great. Um, but the main reason this offense scored was because of the defense. They put this offense in position to score. The force fumble on Joe Flacco had them on, I think the Broncos like five or seven yard line, um, and that caused Aaron Jones to get a touchdown and just the interception like led them to midfield. And then they got a, a few field goals out of that. So this defense has been balling. It's the best in the league right now. In my opinion, I know it might be early. People might not think that, but stats don't lie. And if people want to go over stats, I can prove it to you right now. They lead the league in turnovers and they have the most turnovers in three games. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're possibly leading at sacks this season. I mean, they have 12 on the year, which is that's four sacks per game, which is nutty. Um, but no, this team is just g- playing great. Um, and we look forward to next week in Philly. But first off, let's go with our game changers for this week. Well, right? before so, we get into game changers, let's talk about what we saw out of the offense today. True. We gotta talk about that a little more. True. So I, do you? I read this tweet today. Now, mm-hmm. I want you to. I want you to tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron Rodgers still has what he had. You know, is he the same guy, or is part is of this th- offensive like not regression, but the offensive struggles fall on his? I'm not going to call it inability to run the plays because, like, I think we saw flashes of it today, yeah. um, of the Aaron Rodgers of old, and we saw it last week in those first three drives. But, you mm-hmm. know, after we get out of those scripted drives, those first few where we really get it going, you know, we see Aaron absolutely struggle just as much as everybody else on this team. Yeah. Do you think he's still as good as he as we all say he is? Or do mm-hmm. you think that there's there's more to it? Like he's he struggles just as much, you know, father times catching up with him. Yeah. You know, the injury bug catches up with him and that's always on his mind. What are you thinking? I think, I think he's still, I think he's still the same guy because you saw, you saw in this game he's running out to his left, rolling out to his left, almost getting hit, throws to Devonte Adams on the sideline. Did that multiple times today, and those are hard throws to make. Threw that one beautiful pass to MVS on the left sideline, running out of the pocket, mm-hmm. um, for like a thirty-yard game. So he still has it. He still can play, and he's still got the accuracy. Um, I just think, I just think again, it's gonna take. It, it might not be might not be next week, might not be the week after that. Him and LaFleur just have to keep clicking. They have to keep playing together. I know I'm I know this might get old. I know I've been saying it these last few podcasts. But the off, off like 
a coach and a quarterback like have to be together. And mm-hmm. it might not happen this first three weeks. It might not happen. It might not happen until week ten. Who knows? But they have to click, and this offense is gonna click at some point. It's gonna click. We're only three weeks in. It's a long season. Have like have twelve more games, thirteen more games. Yeah, thirteen more games. It's gonna. It's a long season. Give it till like week seven. This offense is gonna click. I know that might be a long time, and trust me, I get as fed up with this offense sometimes as everybody else does. But we're winning games. We have a defense, and all the defense has to do is. If we score, they just have to stop the team from scoring. Man, we scored 27 points today, and that's that's a good amount of points. That's enough points to win a game, in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, this offense is going to click. We had three touchdowns today. Not bad. That's a good game. Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers throwing three three or four touchdowns every game. But, I mean, we mm-hmm. have Aaron Jones. He's getting, he's getting touches. Not as much as we would like today, but Jamal Williams stepped up and had 53 yards today. Um, so again, I just think it, it's going to take some time for this offense to gel. It really is. Geronimo Allison is, is kind of making me upset. He had a few drops today, but again, I think, I just think this team just needs to keep working together and Aaron Rodgers just has to keep meshing with LaFleur. Cause I saw on the sideline, they were talking to each other. They weren't arguing. They were just trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, what's going on with this. Um, but no, I think this team is going to play well, just mid season, this team's offense is going to click. You're going to see it. It's not clicking right now. We're only three weeks in, but give us some time. Just give us some time. Well, with that being said, let's look at some game changes that we had for this week. So last week, I chose the offensive line for this week. I thought that if the offensive line held up against Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, that Aaron Rodgers would have more time to throw and hit his open receivers. And I think that showed today. They didn't have a single sack. I don't think they hit Aaron Rodgers today. Um, and especially with Lane Taylor going on IR and having Elton Jenkins, a rookie, starting at his position, left tackle, I think they, I thought the offensive line played great. I really do. They gave open lanes for Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones, um, and I just, I think they played well. They didn't allow a sack on Aaron Rodgers, and that's a win in my opinion. One of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL, and yeah, I thought they played well. I also thought the offensive line played well. Um, I thought there were some times, and maybe it's. Uh, the running back, like uh, that Aaron Jones touchdown, um, where it looked mm-hmm. like nothing and he made it into something. It's either the the running back missing the hole or the hole not appearing at, in, at all. Yeah, well, yeah. There have been plenty of plays like that today, um, where it's just like, ah, oh, what, what the hell was that? Like, just ran into a big pile of offensive linemen. Um, what is who's it? Who's it falling on? Is he not making the read or is he? Or is the offensive mm-hmm. line not actually doing their job? But I think the most important part, even with that being said, even with the offensive line not potentially not completing assignments on run plays, I think them protecting the quarterback, protecting Aaron Rodgers is so much more important because ultimately the pass game, I think, not ultimately the pass game, I think won the game. No, ultimately the pass game did win the game today. Yeah, I think it did too. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers through if I was getting mad when Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball into the turf though I was about to punch my computer that was really bad that was oh my god and that's where my game changer came in the receiving core I don't think mm-hmm. that even though the pass game won the uh, won the game offensively today because the defense won the game I didn't oh, mean to, I didn't mean to infer that the passing game won the game all around no mm-hmm. uh, the defense won the game but the receiving core did not 
did not live up to expectation. No. They they were better, though. You have to admit that. They played a little bit better today. They were they better um, mm-hmm. in the first half. The second half, I thought first it was atrocious. Half, yeah. I mean, Devontae I agree, had some catches in the second half. Yeah, I think he only had like four catches on the day, though. He did not have a big game, which I thought he would. Yeah. But if you consider like so that free play, the MVS play, the touchdown. Oh, is that a 40, 40 yard Fo- touchdown? Yep, forty yards. Um, you take that out because that's just a prayer. Yeah, Rodgers has less than two hundred throwing yards, right? Yeah, he's got like one sixty nine, something yeah. like that. So it doesn't yeah, really true. like. It wasn't a huge day. The receiving core could not get in the second half when Aaron Rodgers kept throwing the ball into the turf. That like it's because his mm-hmm. receivers weren't open. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I did like to see. That? I did like seeing MVS get like he has some momentum now. Hopefully, he can bring that into next week, which I did like to see. Though I'm glad yeah. that he got. I'm glad that MVS kind of stepped up this week because then that shows that you know now they have to guard Devontae and MVS, which was great to see. So I did like that. Even though they did not perform, like you said, up to expect up to expectations. Yeah, but it like, was. I think still there's plenty game. of room to improve, and there's plenty of room to improve all around. There's even room to improve defensively, because there was a mm-hmm. point. They yeah, these turnovers. They're getting these turnovers, but they, when they have their back up against the wall, they've been great so far. Yeah, like this season. But today, I mean, this is the worst offensive that they faced. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I think, think they just got mowed over by Philip Lindsay and. Yeah, Philip Lindsay did have a really good game. Um, I think that one of the main people that needs to get going is Jimmy Graham, dude. Like, what's going on? Last two weeks, he's been non-existent. Did he play today? He played today. I know he he's active. I didn't see him on the field once. I know. I don't – maybe – I don't know. I know he was fighting through this week with a groin injury, but, God, we got to get that guy going. I mean, first week, he he was our only offense. He was our only touchdown. Um but no, I would love to see Jimmy Graham get going because I because we have Mercedes Mercedes Lewis. I'm pretty sure has he, caught more passes than Jimmy Graham. Yeah, well, Lewis had um had a few receptions. Even the backup, even another backup tight end. I can't remember his name right now. Robert Tanya. Yeah, he's he had a few receptions today. Yeah, so like, my, that leads me to believe full, that our Jimmy fullback Graham Danny Vitale, our fullback Danny Vitale that I was talking about in one of our previous podcasts. He ran a wheel route, and he caught a pass and almost had a touchdown. I almost cried. Yeah, I was down so on the one-yard line, I was kind of disappointed. Uh, I was like, yes, Danny Vitale. I love that guy. But, all right, let's move on to next week, Brian. All right. We got the Eagles coming into Lambeau. It's Thursday night football. Let's talk a little bit about this, all right? So, today the Eagles lost to the Lions at Heartbreaker home. Heartbreaker to the Lions yeah. at home. That was <laughs> devastating for them. And I was pulling for the Eagles to win this game, obviously, because Lions are in the Packers division. Um, but, dude, I think I think the Packers are going to win this game. Because if you can't beat the Lions at home, I mean... And I know they were shorthanded. They didn't have Alshon. And I don't think Deshaun Jackson played. But, I mean, your defense is still there. Carson Wentz is still there. Carson... So the, the receiving core had seven drops today. For the for Eagles. Carson Wentz, yeah, uh, and yeah, and a- that includes that last, like, because the the Eagles defense came away with a huge blocked field goal, mm-hmm. and Carson Wentz came down the field. They had it at like the fifty yard line or something like that. Carson Wentz did everything he could. He put it in all these receivers' hands, and they just dropped him. Yeah. All right. I take it back so, then because because drops do kill your. It was the receiving core that killed the. Um, mm-hmm. 
kill the Eagles today. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, though, Zach, they, he does have Zach Ertz still playing, which I mean, he's pretty. He's his like number one target, but that's besides the case. They lost to the Lions today, and I think that this is going to be a good matchup for the Packers. Honestly, I mean, because Jair Alexander is, oh my God, he's playing out of his mind. He's playing out of his mind, and I think that he can guard any receiver in this league. I really do. Um, so I think that when it comes down, obviously our defense is playing well. Offense needs to show up. Offense needs to show up against the Eagles. If our offense shows up, dude, this game is over. This game is over, in my opinion. They just need to show up. They need to ball out. This Eagles secondary is not – I mean, they have Ronald Darby. Do they have Ronald Darby? Yeah, they do have Ronald Darby. They have Sidney Jones, which, I mean, they're good, but they're not great. And I think we can easily beat them. Um, and I would love to see Jimmy Graham get more involved because that would just even – that spreads the field even more. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think this is a good matchup. I think the Packers are going to win this one. Um, and I think our game – I think my game changer for this week, it's got to be – I'm, I'm going to choose Aaron Rodgers. It's really got to come down to Aaron Rodgers' plan. He's got to hit his receivers. He's got to just – I think he's just got to take chances. I think he's scared of throwing interceptions sometimes. I think he doesn't like throwing uh, – no quarterback likes throwing interceptions. But there's a difference between just, you know, just giving your receiver a chance to sling it in there other than just throwing it to the turf or throwing it out. So my game changer is going to have to be Aaron Rodgers for this week because he's got to step up and he's got to perform well. Yeah, I'm going with uh, – I'm with you. Aaron Rodgers is my Aaron game Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, uh – after the first half, because even in the first half when the offense was really clicking, Aaron Rodgers killed drives. He had yeah. a third and eight that just sailed over, I think it was Geronimo's head. And yeah, yeah, he did. Like, it, it was more than once. That wasn't <laughs> the only play that Aaron Rodgers blew mm-hmm. on, uh, on that dr- or in the first half. Um, there's a lot that can happen, and I think uh, the way that the quarterback, the leader on the field, handles this is yeah. what's going to ha- like. That's going to be the game changer here. And Aaron Rodgers needs to take this offense. If he truly is the same Aaron Rodgers that we know and love, um, mm-hmm. he, he is the guy. He can single-handedly turn around this team and exactly make it happen. Yeah, and don't get us wrong. It might sound like we're bashing Aaron Rodgers, or anything, but we're not. I mean, we're calling it how it is. I mean, if he's not playing well, I'm going to say it. I love Aaron Rodgers to death. I think he's best talented – Talent-wise, he's the best quarterback ever, in my opinion. Um, but no, he's got it. He just has to play better. Him and Lafleur just have to get on the same page, and I, they will. But I, a lot of Packer fans want it sooner, and I and I do too. But yeah, he's just got to ball out against this Eagles team. And if we start the season four and all, that'd be awesome, awesome. Yeah, and that's that's the thing here though, is if you think that there's going to be substantial offensive clicks that occur, that's not true. You got three days of practice. They're going to give you Monday off. I think the team's going to go in and just lift on Monday, if yeah. anything. Then you got Tuesday, Wednesday. That's just going to be walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. You don't have practice. Game time Thursday. Yeah. Like it's it's tough for football teams to turn this thing around there. So, mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, that's the best you can hope for. And Matt Lafleur and Aaron, I think. More of it falls on Aaron Rodgers this week than anything with this short scheduled week. So, yeah, I agree. You got anything else for the Packers this week? Um, no, I think I think I've said everything I want. Undefeated, looking good, two and zero in the division. Let's keep it rolling. 
Keep it rolling. All right. Remember to follow us on social media. We got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All you got to do is search Brew City Boys. The handles are at Brew City Boys. Go ahead. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We want to hear your feedback. Always come into our DMs, anything you need. Uh, if you want to hear more on something, uh, you can give us topic ideas during the week. Uh, we have new episodes coming out weekly at 8 p.m. on Sundays. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week.